So welcome to episode three of the Stannis Barn podcast. Uh, this week we have got two house captains with us. We have got Riley and we have got Lena. And we are joined by Mr. Hearn. Hello, Mr. Hearn. Hello, Mr. Chalmers. And he is going to be talking to us about something that is very important at Stannis Barney. He's going to be talking all about reading and writing. We're also going to be talking about Grafham, because that's coming up very soon, very soon. And then we're going to be talking to two members of our new school parliament. We have got Tommy Kay and Jasmine talking about that. So stay tuned. And we will fill you in on all the latest that is going on at our school. So, welcome Mr. Han. Hello, how are you? We're all very good. It is Friday afternoon. Um, it is a bit drizzly outside, but hopefully the weather is going to improve for the weekend. But uh, I know we've got some things to talk about, some important stuff to talk about with reading and writing. And as I said, our house captains are with us and they're going to be firing some questions at you. So I hope that you're ready on your toes and you've got all the answers. As you said earlier, it's like an Ofsted inspection today. It, it is. The, all these questions are, um, are very detailed and specific. I've, I've had a quick look. <laughs> Good. Right, Riley, what's the first question you've got for Mr. Han? What would you say are the benefits of reading? Well, the benefits of reading are endless, really. There's, there's loads of them. But um, one thing, I think, for learning, to help you as you grow up, you can do lots of learning from reading. Um, but also just for sort of mental health and well-being, I think reading can really help um, trans- transport you to a different place um, to perhaps relieve stress and, and perhaps not worry about uh, little things. Um, yeah, the main thing is enjoyment, um, imagination, uh, but also obviously, yeah, re- really important as you go through primary school and secondary school to help you with your learning. Um, what is your favourite part about reading? My favourite part about reading? Well, my favourite part about reading in, in school is, is the reactions of the children this week in guided reading we were we were reading a bit a book called dolphin boy um and just some of the reactions of, of some of the children uh with the with the sad parts of the book but also some of the parts uh, the happy parts especially the ending uh, just seeing them share that emotion at the same time uh, is lovely what is your least favorite part about reading <laughs> oh, that's a tricky one teachers don't have the least favorite parts no. about reading. i mean um, talking about um, dolphin boy uh, we, uh, that's a book written by Michael Morpurgo, yeah. so you're probably aware of some of his work. Uh, next term, we're going to be looking at The Last Wolf by Michael Morpurgo. So um, that's another good book. Yeah, I, have, I think I have got an answer for that. So my, my least favourite parts, we talked about Dolphin Boy does end happily, but I did warn them, the children in year four, that um, some of the books that we do this year don't end happily. And so I think... Like, like anything, like life, there are lots of happy moment, moments, but I, I suppose there are lots of sad moments. So perhaps there's, there's a couple of books that don't end happily and seeing the children's reactions is, is, is hard sometimes because they, sometimes they are upset by that and sometimes they, you can see sadness in their eyes sort of thing. So, yeah, maybe that is, is probably the hardest bit. Is it stressful being tasked with a lot of jobs to do with reading and writing? It's a good word, task. Incredibly stressful, yes. So um, there's lots to do. There's, as a teacher, there's a never-ending to-do list. And um, 
with reading and writing, it, it's, yeah, lots more jobs. But as shown by the uh, SAT results last year, Mr Chalmers is, is with me. Uh, all that hard work is paying off. Um, uh, the children are doing brilliant with reading. And, and so, yeah, it is tricky, but it's paying off. It, it's worthwhile. I've got a question for you two, actually. So I'm just thinking about what Mr Hearn was just saying. So last year I was saying, I was at a SATS meeting last night, and we were talking about um, the new kind of reading and writing schemes that we've, we've started to do. Really, you know, this is about the writing. So we've, we use Jane Constantine's um, learning chunks and, you know, the, the writing framework that she's produced. What do you think of it? Do you think it gives you good ideas? Do you like it? I what do you it, think? I think it's really good because then we, we don't have to just keep our, our idea. I think it's really good because we don't have to keep our ideas in our head. We can write them down and we can just look back and see what we So having that information in front of you helps you with the scaffolding of your writing. Good. What do you think, Riley? I prefer it the way before we had Jane Considine. Good. That's, that's that lovely, Riley. Cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think someone obviously I had Riley in my class who can write uh, really creatively. I I think sometimes we have to make sure that we we don't lose that that, that creativity. Um, and I know that Riley is a really creative writer, so I think you just need to make sure you keep that creativity and keep some of that freedom. And um, yeah, I think I think you can still have that. That's the important thing with that though. It, those ideas are not limited then. So the mm. ideas that you've got as a class, because obviously there's a lot of um, input from other children, it's important that you use those ideas. But also, it's not just, I'm just going to copy those ideas. If you've got, like you just said, Riley, if you want to do it your own way, there's no way that's going to stop you if you use your own imagination. So uh, I take your point on board, but I just think for, for a whole school perspective, we've seen it's been successful so far. We've seen that in our writing results, not just in year six, but um, throughout the school. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it sounded like I was telling you off then, but I wasn't. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Have you got another question? Yes. Um, how will you help children with reading and writing? So, like we said, I mean, just spoke about reading, there, uh, writing there, but with reading, um, so lower down the school, we've started using Read Write Ink, which help, which help children with their um, their actual reading of the words, their decoding. Um, further up the school, we are. Um, we use the Derrick approach, so which is decode, explain, retrieve, infer, and choose, um, which helps to think about different questions and different understanding with reading. But also we're trying to make sure children are reading as many different books as they can. Um, and actually from the, the first week after uh, half term, the first week back on the Tuesday, I'm doing a, an assembly for the whole school where we're looking at introducing best books. So in each year group, there's going to be a selection of books, 10 books in each year group, that are recommended for that year group. So they're not, um, they're sort of um, books from a wider range that are really, really emotive books. Um, and books that children like you, Riley, especially, um, and I'm thinking of your sister, uh, Amy, especially, that will really, really enjoy reading. Um, they're aimed at, at, at year six, for example. Um, and some of the ones Mr. Chalmers and Mr. Humphreys have chosen are really, really interesting grown-up books with some lots of really important things to think about in there. Excellent. I've got one more question for Mr. Hearn. Um, no. You haven't. Have you got a question, Lena? No. no. So <laughs> have you got a question, Mr. Chalmers? Oh, I've always got a question, Mr. Hearn. You, you know that. <laughs> so um, just talking about reading and, and, and writing, uh, so you've how, you haven't been doing it a great deal of time, but um, what do you think the biggest challenges are for a, a school like ours? of reading and writing um i think 
I mean, I think the ch- the, uh, one of the things for all children is making sure they have enough time at home to read. Because um, I know everyone's got busy lives. And I know that adults at home have got busy lives, especially. It's making sure that they, they we have enough time at, at home to read and not just read because your adult has told you at school to read, but read because reading's brilliant. Um, and it should be a time for you to sit down with your adults at home and spend some time that's a bit calmer um, and and just enjoy reading. So I think that's one of the challenges. Um, and then the other challenge I think I think with writing is we're lucky in this school that we have children who speak so many different languages. Um, I think out of uh, around, I looked up the other day, out of around 400 children, a bit less actually, maybe 380, we've got about 150 children where English isn't the first language they speak. And we're really lucky with that, it's brilliant. And so some of those children who are learning English Obviously, it is a challenge for, but they, they do so so well to do that. Um, some of our children can speak brilliantly in Hindi or in Russian or um, in various different languages, but their, their English is fantastic as well. Yeah, I, w- I was talking, like I said earlier at that meeting, and um, I was saying that one of the parents said about spellings, and, I mean, Lenny, you've got English as a second language. You would never notice it. And I was saying to him, if you went into one of our classrooms, you would never be able to tell which children weren't having English as their first language. But we were talking about um, O-U-G-H, and mm-hmm. how it can s- you can say rough, it can be through, mm-hmm. it can be thorough, it can, can be cough. So you've got four letters that are the same, mm-hmm. but there's four different sounds. And you've got, there's no real easy way of learning that, apart from um, just really learning what the words mean. And, and, and so it's so difficult. So hats off, to, hats off yeah. to all those people with English as a second language. Sometimes, um, sometimes we've got parents even now after term, and sometimes parents can po- come and they apologise. They say, oh, my English isn't very good. And I say, well, you speak better English than I speak Romanian or, or any other language. So I think, um, yeah, a lot, of our, a lot of our parents are doing brilliantly and a lot of our children do fantastically to speak two languages, two languages really well, or even more than that. Some children speak three, which is unbelievable. Absolutely. Right, so thank you, Mr Hearn, for coming to join us this afternoon. Well done to you two. Some brilliant questions and uh, uh, some good answers. So we're going to try and keep uh, reading and, and writing in school you know, at the top of our priority list, but make sure, if you're listening to this, that you are reading with your children at home. Um, we have got a, a new app in Key Stage 2, uh, called uh, Boom Reader, and um, if you do need any help with that, you know, just let your year group uh, know through the email addresses. Thank you, Mr. Hearn. Thank After you the very break, much. We're going to have uh, the School of Parliament, and then we're also going to talk to Jacob and Ollie all about going to Grafham. Okay, so we are back. Welcome back to everybody. Thank you to Mr. Hearn for that. So we have now got Jasmine and Tomic here. Now, these two are very lucky in that they have been voted by their peers, their, you know, the children in their class, to be their school parliament members. So how would you feel about being elected, girls? I think it... We took it was a lot of hard work trying to convince people, but I think it was really exciting. Did you um, did you make sure that you weren't bribing people? You weren't you know you weren't corrupt <laughs> politicians. You were no. you were fair. Were you fair down the line? I saw yeah. how many posters did you put up, Tom? Okay, um, I think six. Six. So you were, you went for it. You weren't messing about. You weren't messing about. Riley, have you got a question for our school parliamentarians? Why did you want to become school parliament? Well, I wanted to help and put my ideas into the school. I also wanted to help 
other people in my class and around the school in general. What about you, Jasmine? Um, I wanted to help too, and I want to give ideas. Ah, good. Have you? Have have you been a school in the school? Because we used to call it the school council, didn't we? I've of you in that before. Have you been in it before? Is it your first time? Your uh, first time as well. Yeah, this is my first time. So have you got any like big ideas? Time. Because normally, um, you know, sometimes we say some of the children go, "We're going to build a swimming pool, or we're going to get, you know, like a massive football stadium on the on the on the field." Have you got any ideas that are more realistic? Um, maybe when it comes to playground and stuff, we can do some more stuff so the younger children can use more stuff to play because yeah, that's a great idea that's a great idea yeah what about you jasmine any uh, ideas make it more fun making things more fun like like what what an example do you mean on the playground or oh uh, yeah it could be on pe it could be nice uh, in lessons too in lessons too so you're going to go around and tell all these teachers how to teach the lessons are you jasmine yeah. that sounds brilliant have you got any other questions you two um what did you need to do to become school part a school parliament member so so we had to make protests and stuff. We had to put up posters. We had to tell everyone why we wanted to do it and why we should why they should vote for us. So you had to make a speech. Yeah. You, an impassioned speech saying, Come on, vote Tommy K, vote Jasmine and you were both successful. And yeah. looking at my list, because I had quite a long list of people, um, you know, you've 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 been really successful in, in doing that. Because also it takes a lot of effort because um, you have to go away and do it yourself in your own time, which is really, really important. Um, or, or congratulations. We're going to speak to you again in a couple of weeks, a couple of months' time and see what impact you've actually made in the school. I'm sure, um, well, I'm in charge of the school parliament, so if I'm not doing my job, I expect you to be coming knocking on my door and saying, why aren't you doing this, Mr Chalmers? Uh, and then uh, you can tell me off. So thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to have another short break, and then we're going to talk Grafham. Okay, welcome back to part three of the Standards Bound podcast, episode three, and I've got two very special guests with us, with me now. I have got Ollie from 6H, and I've got Jacob also from 6H. Now, these two are very excited because, well, you tell us, boys, Jacob, what are you going to be doing in about three and a half weeks' time? So, we will be going to Grafham. As a year six class, and we will be, and we'll be staying there for three days. You will be. So it's two nights, three days. And Ollie, what do you think you're going to be doing when you go there? Uh, rock climbing, biking, muddy activities, boating. Yeah, and are you looking forward to it? <laughs> yes. Obviously, because number one, the exciting thing is it's three days away from school. Um, it's two nights with your friends, so. Um, as Jacob just said, it is a residential, so you get to stay over there with your friends and you get to do all of these you know, fun activities, which is brilliant. Um, what are you most looking forward to, Jacob? I'm looking forward most to, because I'm looking forward to spending time with my friends because I only see them in the week. All right, what about you, Ollie? Probably having fun with my friends. Have you done any of those activities before outside of school or uh, anything? Or is this kind of like the I first time? I think I've done rock climbing. I've yeah. definitely done biking. 
Yeah, mountain biking. So, um, the mountain biking, it depends on wh- if you're a really good cyclist, then you can go all the way around the resi, the reservoir, which is about, I think it's about 10 miles, and it's quite hilly as well. Um, and if you're not very good at bike riding, then you get to sit on the back of the bike t- ridden by a teacher, which is very hard work, Jacob. I can tell you that, but nothing. I've done it <laughs> twice now, and it's exhausting. Um, now, one of the things I like about going to Grafham is that the food, you know, I like eating food. Food is good. Um, are you fussy eaters? Sometimes. Yeah, so what is it? What do you reckon? What do you, if you could have like a, a meal whilst you were there, what would you have? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> what about you, Ollie? Probably pizza. Pizza. Well, we'll have to, uh, have to have a look and see if I can sort that out um, when we do the uh, when I do the meeting with them. So, um, Grafham is on the 9th of November. We're going to be there for three days. Thanks for joining us, boys. Thank but you. I think what we'll do when we come back, we'll have a little uh, meet up again and see what you thought of thought of the trip. Yeah. Um, just to finish off with then, so thank you to all our guests uh, this afternoon or whenever you're listening to this. Just a few things that are coming up at school. So next week, if your child is going to Grafham, there are meetings on Monday at 3.30 and 6pm where there'll be lots and lots of information uh, handed out to you. And we have got one our well, that's our first two open events. Um, our house captains don't know this yet, but they're going to be taking um, people around the school. So if you want to book in, uh, ring the office 01604 did that from memory. Uh, so book yourself in. Come and have a look around our school. It's really good if you can come uh, during the school day because you'll be able to see our school in action. Also, on Thursday next week, uh, we've got the Year 3 and 4 cake sale. So if you want to come and buy some cakes, you have to be here quick because they go really quickly. And then, obviously, on Friday, it is the end of Term 1 and we are off school for a week. Thanks again to everybody who's joined us and we will speak to you all again very soon. Bye.